Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Coming up on today's wrestling news, I'm going to fill you in on some major fallout following last night's AEW Dynamite, including Tony Khan announcing a major change to an AEW championship, a huge title change in the main event of last night's Dynamite, and John Moxley turning heel. As well as that, WWE has moved to legalise gambling on scripted results. I'm Adam Wilborn. I'm Michael Humphlet. And this is the news. So yes, lots to get into Mm. following last night's Dynamite. We'll get into that big title change in a second. Um, But talking about another title, the All-Atlantic Championship is no more, or it's very soon to be no more, basically. Um, Tony Khan announced on last night's show, and we'll get the footage, to be honest, in a second, uh, of him announcing that the All-Atlantic Championship is now going to become the AEW International Championship and Orange Cassidy will be defending it against this man. Sorry, we'll be losing it to this man on next week's Dynamite. So yeah, Tony Khan popped up with another huge announcement. Uh, I'm surprised he didn't tweet about it to try and pop up a rating. uh, Where he said, ready? I'm here tonight because the All-Atlantic Champion Orange Cassidy has requested an open challenge match next week at Winnipeg against Double J, Jeff Jarrett. I'm honouring that request. Next week, Winnipeg, Orange Cassidy versus Jeff Jarrett. Jesus, hot. This match represents an important milestone for our company. I'd like to tell you about it on behalf of AW and Warner Brothers Discovery. Next week marks the fifth and final defense of the AW Online Championship. Let's not even on camera. <laughs> Next week. <laughs> Online Championship on international soil. It's the only AW Championship to ever change hands on international soil. And next week. In partnership with Warner Brothers Discovery to support the release of Shazam Fury of the Gods. Next week in Winnipeg, he'll be Orange Cassidy vs. Double J Jump Jared. Online AW International Championship. Next week, Winnipeg. We'll level up the championship. So yeah, they're levelling up the championship from the whole Atlantic to the international. Uh, yeah. What, thoughts on that? <laughs> what thoughts on that? Uh, I don't have any thoughts anymore. I used to have thoughts. I used to be, I used to be a thinker. Um, uh, and that's made me a drinker. <laughs> it's good. Actually, it's better than when they called it the All-Atlantic Championship and put some flags on there and I was like, what's that doing there? What's that? Yeah, um, oddly enough, we were talking yesterday on the Dynamite Preview podcast, which you can still get wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Amazon Music. Check it out! And beyond, it's a great podcast! Uh, and Pac won the belt and then I think defended it in a couple of indies. Yeah. Over here, maybe, or certainly abroad. Uh-huh. Um, and that was pretty exciting because they thought, wow, the belt doesn't need to have title matches over here. It could have more over here. Yeah. It could have them anywhere, in fact. This international title seems to be now that. It's going to be defended in Canada next week. If Jeff Jarrett wins, 
if Jeff Jarrett wins, uh, one of the reasons he's been brought in is to be like live events coordinator. Um, <laughs> AEW announced their London date, although not well. No, they announced London on a Bradford. <laughs> they're coming here at some point. Not long after Jarrett was hired, and he's always had this like pretty great relationship with people in the UK mm-hmm. and the TNA tours were kind of beloved for those of us that were fortunate enough to attend. Um, and maybe he's the perfect guy to travel around the world to book dates and then while he's over there take his gear and work a title match yeah. genuinely like sort of why not build a weird prestige of this international title and of course the legendary legacy of that great man right there <laughs> uh, while booking some towns and I- I'm not against all of this no. quite honestly I don't know if maybe my feelings towards it have been coloured by the fact the first match graphic was Jeff Jarrett versus Orange Cassidy <laughs> yeah maybe if it was like Orange Cassidy versus Chuck Taylor in a best mm. friends derby I'd be less convinced that this is going to work but, yeah, I think the branding's better. Mm. Genuinely, I do. I know that might sound a little bit too close to Intercontinental for some people. Mm. And if they don't follow up on the international thing, it becomes like the WWE European title. Yeah. Where suddenly the labelling is completely meaningless. But I think I'm willing to give this one a chance, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued to see where this goes. Uh, the As I said, the All-Atlantic title was a weird name for it mm. anyway. I mean, technically, every... In championships international, isn't it? I suppose. Yeah, it got sad away. Yeah, if you do what, they, what you suggested, I like that as a touch. You know, when the match graphic would have the flags on, yeah. and then increasingly it was just the American flag and the American flag. Like, oh, right, okay then. Luckily, they had that video package pre edited with um, Jeff Jarrett and Orange Cassidy, considering he attacked him on the same show, along with the Shazam stuff. Coincidence, like, that wasn't it? As you can tell, based on how quickly they fixed the fact that Taz and Tony Schiavone's commentary was coming through the speakers in the first three seconds. How is this still happening after all these years? AW's production works fast, unless they were able to get that video made. Uh, right, let's talk about the title. So much trouble. Oh, God. Let's talk about the big title change on last oh, night. Yes. AEW Dynamite. The TNT Championship is no longer, well, it technically wasn't in the possession of Wardlow anyway going no. into last night's show. That sucked. I don't know. I, I'm really hoping it's a work now because I think it's just, it really depresses me as a story that someone actually shoot broke into his car and stole all of his stuff. Yeah. Anyway, he was defending against Powerhouse Hobbs in the main event of last night's Dynamite. Uh, and lost it, courtesy of interference from the guy behind QTV. Who could that possibly be? It's QT Marshall. Uh, yeah, he got QTV. involved uh, in a false count anyway match. Used the chair, helped uh, Powerhouse Hobbs, helped Powerhouse Hobbs uh, powerbomb him off the stage through a nice soft crash mat. And um, yeah, uh, Wardlow couldn't answer the count of 10. And Powerhouse Hobbs is your new TNT champion. That sentence, Powerhouse Hobbs is your new TNT champion, I'm very happy about. The way they went about it, less so. Aye, delivery methods a bit all over the place here. Your opinions may vary on the force count anywhere match between Powerhouse Hobbs and Wardlow. And the fact that the finish, while understandable with it being force count anywhere, a wrestler can be counted down and out for 10. Yeah. But that felt a little bit lightweight, considering that we were supposed to be getting a pinfall and a definitive winner here. Um... They relied a lot on Excalibur to try and explain something that, look, either plenty of people seem to have forgotten about this like brief relationship, this dalliance between QT Marshall and Powerhouse Hobbs from last year when Hobbs was feuding with Ricky Starks. Mm-hmm. It either required people to remember or it was simply too deep in the weeds for them to use in the first place. I don't want to criticise a company for adhering to something they've set up. Yeah. And maybe, like... Just because we've forgotten it doesn't mean that it's such a bad thing. But judging from the online conversation this morning about that, a lot of people seem to have forgotten. So this might be a little bit of a misread of what your fans remembered or could you have peppered in a little bit more. You have a QTV logo on my shirt. It took me a minute to remember what QTV was, <laughs> let alone the fact that these two have no had idea. any crossover in the story. So I'm not going to um, sort of turn on AEW for remembering something from hmm. the segment because I would rather they did that than not 
I'd rather I would rather they pick stuff back up than drop things. Exactly. Ultimately, uh, but none of this came across that big time. And when you've got two men as massive and as awesome as Hobbs and Wardlow, that's less than ideal. I'm continue to be unclear on if this breaking into his car was a work or a shoot, and mm. I don't like that either. Keaton Marshall has taken credit for it, which is quite funny. So did Samoa Joe. Joe made a joke about it on Twitter yesterday. Um, yeah. Nothing wrong with folding the reality into the fiction, as we said, but. Maybe like be explicit somehow with the characters next as to if this was like a grand plan. Yeah, and the they point... had a TNT title for Powerhouse Hobbs. I just don't think it was the. That's it. If they'd said, "Wait a minute, where's Keaty got that from?" and they'd they'd made it part of the story that way, then I could feel mm. comfy that Wardler hasn't just twenty four hours ago gone through this horrific yeah. invasion of his things. I don't know. Like the whole thing didn't play out that well. The match wasn't that great. And yet again, after so much praise, deservedly so, for the awesome <laughs> coffin on Sunday. A bit of another like AW prop fairly because I think I want to take a power bomb on a map that looks that comfy. Like that. <laughs> so they were like, oh my god, and I was yeah. like, remember the big gladiators game? I think it was called like Polax, where they had to climb giant silver yeah. poles and then you press the button at the top and fall off. I remember thinking it looks so comfy <laughs> to fall onto. It was the biggest red yeah. bed ever. Like, I'll have a, I'll take a power bomb of powerhouse obs. Red bed everything. Um, do you want to play a game? Yeah. Name all the CNT champions Ooh, in right. AW's history. I used to do this in exams when I was like, when I finished my paper like <laughs> 10 minutes before the end, I used to do this with WWE titles. Like, which, because you could still do it with Intercontinental Champion yeah. when I was taking exams because there was only been about three back then. <laughs> right, I'm going to go backwards. Okay. Oh, oh Powers Hobbs, Wardlow, Samoa Joe, Darby Allen, um, Samoa Joe, obviously, whatever rotation between these guys again. <laughs> uh, Wardlow. Sammy Guevara, mm-hmm. Scorpio Sky, yeah. uh, Sammy Guevara again, Cody Rhodes, Miro, uh, starting to fall short here, I think. Oh, maybe not Cody, Darby, oh, Mr. Brody Lee, mm-hmm. um, and I'm out, I think. I think that's all of them, basically. I've got them all. Back and forth. Like, there you go. You've not got all the changes. Yeah. Cody, Darby, obviously, near the beginning, but um, yeah, Cody, Brody. Darby, Miro, Sammy, Scorpio, Wardlow, Samoja. Hot potato reigns though. Yes. Betray some of like that relatively short list of wrestlers. Bounce around quite a lot, don't Yes. Um, right, let's talk about a heel turn on last night's mm. AEW Dynamite. John Moxley sort of more officially turning heel. He's yeah. skewed that way, obviously, in recent weeks as part of this hard-hitting, let's say, feud with uh, Hangman Page. Um, but yeah, he joined his bastard combat club <laughs> members... Uh, Claudio Castagnoli and Wheelie Uti in just, in just fully embracing Derek Zade, uh, kicking the crap out of uh, Dark Order members. They beat uh, John Silver and Alex Reynolds, did uh, Moxley and Claudio. And then afterwards, Moxley was like, no, I'm just going to keep choking you, actually. Evil Uno came down to get involved. They beat him up. Uta, as I said, was there as well. Um, and then Hangman Page, despite earlier on in the night saying he was done mm-hmm. with uh, Moxie, came down and they all got into it again. The right move for the BCC. Definitely, definitely. Um, I thought this was pretty good stuff as well, actually. Hangman Page, being the overarching babyface in this whole thing, said he was done much earlier on in the show. Yeah. But it's nice because in AEW that morning, And he apologised to Renee for kicking the crap out of her husband. Yeah, like he couldn't have been any more sort of affable after the fact considering how violent the payoff was. And in AEW, typically on pay-per-view, as we would see with the promos from MJF and Brian Danielson, done means... promo from Brian Danielson, by the way. Done means done. Yeah. And Danielson's promo fed into this as well because he said he was so dejected and so questioning everything that he's gone home. So they've turned heel without Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson was nothing to do with this, as he hasn't been with the BCC yeah. in, in recent weeks. They weren't there to save him. He wasn't there for them. All that sort of good stuff. And then, yeah, the uh, the turn was kind of confirmed after the bell because Moxley going back to the attack 
and then the BCC triple team in the Dark Order members individually and picking them apart before Hangman Page changes the numbers games and they think, no thanks, and off they go back through the crowd. I thought that was a really nice touch. Typically, the entering and exiting through the crowd has been seen of like the stable of the people. Yeah. All of a sudden, it was transformed into them escaping, and I thought that was a really nice touch as well. Yuta's has been a bitch for ages. Claudio's been whinging <laughs> and kind of negging Eddie Kingston. Yeah. Moxley's way of being healed is struggling to cope with the conflicting emotions of embarrassment and rage. Mm. Those are the two feelings he's feeling after revolution, and he's going to take them out on people that aren't as hard as he is. <laughs> That's not very nice. He made that he put the bully in a bully choke. Yes. So, you know, like, I thought this played out fantastically well. And we came so close to this before Moxley, of course, took his break to get help yeah, uh, yeah. back in. Was it, like, late 2021 when Something he like that, bloodied yeah. up um, 10 under yeah. the mask? It was like, he's getting angrier. He's getting... I, I just put it down to the fact he had a newborn baby, and I remember I felt like that too. I felt like I could bloody up people <laughs> sometimes. You're not had enough sleep. I've not had any sleep at all. I'm eating his pizza. Like... But obviously then he went away for a bit and then that was kind of abandoned because he was so needed as yeah. a babyface. We're here now and I'm kind of excited. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this new direction for Moxley. And uh, yeah, the Blackpool Combat Club for a while have been a bit like, huh? Yeah. What's going on here? Why don't I like you anymore? Oh, no, I'm not. Now I can. Yeah. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Uh, right, let's move over to WWE, who are trying to work with gambling regulators in Colorado and Michigan uh, to make gambling on matches legal in the States. This is a report from CNBC, uh, who uh, provided the following from people familiar with the matter, with a report saying WWE is working with the accounting firm EY to secure scripted match results in the hopes it will convince regulators there's no chance of results leaking to the public. Mm. Um 
who uh, WWE executives have cited the Oscars betting as a template to convince regulators gambling on scripted matches is safe. In discussions about how gambling on wrestling would work, WWE executives have proposed that scripted results of matches be locked in months ahead of time. <sighs> According to people familiar with the matter, the wrestlers themselves wouldn't know whether they were winning or losing until shortly before a match takes place, said the people. That's imperative, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of important, that part. Uh, Karen Borbin would like to bet <laughs> a million dollars on him losing tonight. Yeah, how do you feel about this? Mm, mixed. Uh, it, we, it's not a shock to those of us in the UK. The Royal Rumble 2001 was the first ever match to play some odds. I remember reading an article in Powerslam magazine, shout out Finn Martin, to uh, where like they measured the odds against who like we as fans thought might win. Ah. Seems to recall like Kane was sixteen to one. It's like that's a bit strange. And then Kane had his legendary run. Oh yeah. So it's like oh, I wonder like what had what to do with another. A favourite betting on wrestling in the UK memory is there was an accumulator that you could do on WrestleMania 26, I think it was. Stop me if that's wrong. And inexplicably, or was it, Kane beat Randy Orton. And that felt like a coupon buster, ah. to use a UK phrase. And I think, I wonder who in America was maybe placing money in the UK, which ultimately leads to the point where like this can be corrupted, and I yeah. think they've got an uphill battle here. I know that like AEW and WWE work with DraftKings and FanDuel, but yes. that's a gaming app, and I, I don't get it. It's a grey area, yeah, isn't it, basically? Yeah, I'm out of it. I also don't like the idea of them fixing results that far in advance, because sometimes there's the phrase called an audible for a reason. Yeah, um, and then you've got, obviously, injuries to consider the fact that booking sometimes needs to it's a really strange thing and from a WWE point of view I get it because they can get people to be for the want of a better phrase invested in their matches yeah. without watching the show but theoretically it makes viewers out of gamblers which you know is fine I guess but then gambling's thorny in and of itself like even as we're talking about this I feel like obliged to say look if you're watching this and you have problems with gambling Google Gamblers Anonymous Worldwide check out the NHS's advice on gambling if you're here in the UK um, it's not a thing I feel mega comfortable no. glorifying but it being WWE, you I kind of think they would almost w- instantly. WWE morally aren't like, well, wait a second. Guys. Yeah, come on, guys. Like, so I, I don't feel mega comfortable when you like an AW pay per view starts with like a two minute DraftKings commercial. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. No. So like, it's a, it's a, it's a funny one. This, but you can see why the evil empire would fancy a bit of it. You know. Right, let's move on to your Twitter questions. At what culture WWE? Of course, you want to get in touch with us. Uh, shout out to Adam who uh, sent a picture of his dog Gilbert reacting to another JAS segment. I know that feeling. Adam writes, "It's clear that Jericho needs to take some time off. How would you legends book Brody King to dis- demolish the Ocho uh, and write him off TV for a while?" Well, he's just answered the question there, hasn't he? Brody King to demolish him and write him off TV for a while. I was going to say use Floyd the Bat against him, but why when Brody King's fists are harder than any <laughs> yeah. inanimate object? Have him eat Floyd the Bat. Yeah. What about Brody King has just absolutely decimated him and then Kenny Omega in Winnipeg hits him with the one-winged angel, but then obviously he's hoyed out so the Blackpool Combat Club get the win. Mm. So he's taken the most deadly finisher in wrestling as well as everything Brody King has to offer. And then the Jericho Appreciation Society are kind of lost and rudderless without their fearless leader. Yeah, a power struggle at the top. Yeah, that's Garcia's exit strategy Yeah, without Jericho there. I just I need this story to go away for a while. I think Chris Jericho to go away for a while. I don't... So it's good for wrestlers to take a break. Yeah. And <laughs> Go away so I can miss you. Yes. Yeah. Great, great uh, call that. Jay Phil writes, after the atrocious booking decision last night on Dynamite, so I think you can see how you feel about that main event, Ooh. teaming Hobbs up with one of the biggest losers in AEW. <laughs> Is there anything AEW will be able to do to salvage powerhouse Hobbs? Talk about daft booking. It was a weird call. It didn't feel great, but like this is... 
you know, it's it is the let it play out company still. I th- I think mm. personally, personally, I would say let's see what this looks like in the weeks to come. The TNT title. Sure they wish they'd tell stories like WWE does. The TNT title when it was launched, to some felt egregious because it was like, oh, that's a belt is going to replace a story. If you think about the early AW pay-per-view, you had one belt to fight for yeah. until the TNT title. Everything had to be a story. I want stories now because this belt bounces around a lot and becomes the excuse for a story. They kind of got near one with Wardlow and Joe, but it, it didn't really land at Revolution. No. Like Hobbs, where this has got me right is that when Hobbs was coming back, he felt like a babyface megastar in yeah. win, and this alignment with QT forces him back into the heel role. That's the sticking point for me. But I doesn't I'm, need any help either. Like, let's take a look at this now. But I don't want like firm or factory 2.0. They've made two huge mistakes when they brought back Powerhouse Hobbs. Mm-hmm. Number one, I love the idea of the book of Hobbs. When he actually had a shoot book, I was like, well, what's that? What are we doing? Why has he got a prop to be like? Oh, I'm writing in my book of Hobbs. Opens up the book. Just, just say I've got the book of Hobbs, and you're all, all get your asses <laughs> kicked, basically. And then yeah, not only lining me up with someone and turning him heel again. Mm. But putting him with QT Marshall, nothing against QT Marshall. I think he does a great job within AEW. Yeah. But this was not necessary. I think this is, and I can't wait to hear your and Sidgwick's thoughts about it on the What Culture Wrestling podcast. And Miller, of course, will give you his thoughts on ups and downs later today. It's also made people realise that the factory are now dead, RIP, which nobody even knew about, which speaks to QT Marshall. Yeah, he Marshall. tweeted That's something. That was about it. Yeah. Um, so shout out to Anthony Agogo. Yeah. He's been going the singles run of a lifetime. And uh, Bailey's ex. Remember that, guys? Shane Daniels gives us our final question of the day. Hamlet, you can only pick one. Sammy wins money money in the bank. Mm-hmm. The flipping judgment day each hold belts at the same time. Shana, wing, Shana wins Queen of the Ring in a world title. Uh-huh. The Royal Rumble comes to Britain. Ooh. Or CM Punk returns to WWE to win the belt off Cody. Oh my God. I think this was aimed more at me with the Shana stuff, but I'd love to know your thoughts. So I was leaning on uh, the judgment day, winning all the belts yeah. there. And then he just gave me two killer options at the end. I would love to attend a Royal Rumble in yes. person. Um, We're going next year. But I would love work to pay for it. So I'll take CM Punk return. I just to keep WWE. saying these things in the hope yeah. that I manifest them. Wrestling misses that goddamn swine so, so much. It yeah. really, really does. Uh, AW probably should be the destination, but WWE would be absolutely wild. So uh, I'll take I'll take CM Punk returning in any capacity over most hypotheticals in pro wrestling, actually. I think as much as I'd love Punk to be back, and I would I'd be amazing. I want to actually know. I want the Royal Rumble in America because there'll be better weather over there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Rubbish, be miserable in January. Don't come here in January. <laughs> um, I can't sit on my soapbox and campaign for so many years about Sammy winning the money in the bank and then back out at this moment. So I'll, I'll pick that. Yeah. Uh, even though some people would be spitting feathers uh, with me picking that. If they were spitting feathers, could, is there anything that they could do to? I don't know. Wash the taste away, have Well, it's funny you should say that. Maybe I've been paid for this, by the way. Maybe they could take a drink of something that tastes like cake. Should we do this for the what first time this? ever? What is this? Mountain Dew Fruit Quake. Shout out to Jeff Raidmaker again, who brought Pitch Black into all of our lives after WWE promoted the hell out of it and we were suckers to it. I'm going to have a drink of something that tastes like cake. Do you want As you do that, I'm going to move on to today's and finally, right? With a fun fact that I saw from at SaintBetter1 on Twitter, which I thought would blow your mind. Oh, my God. Let's have a they've reset. Put, they've put cake in a can. See, I love like Disserano and Coke, and that to me tastes a little bit like cake. It's going to work for you. It's Hang got on. a bit of Haribo to it as well. Mmm. Oh my god. Oh my god. You've done it again, Martin G. Can we just get like the American one as well, where they just go, how much sugar do you want in it? Yes. Yes. Any of those uh, American fans watching that can buy those slabs over there, um, Google what culture to find the address if you want to send me over. <laughs> I didn't ask. I'm just planting that seed. What are we talking about here? 
Right, you've had eighty-six percent of your daily sugars. So go what, care. One sip. Yeah, go careful for the rest of the day. <laughs> right, the fact I was going to tell you about that, I thought it'd be yes, nice please, to blow yeah. your mind with. Roderick Strong. Roderick Strong's time in NXT is now longer than WCW Monday Night Nitro's entire existence. Oh my god. Mind blowing that, isn't it? That's just his injury exit in the diamond mine in the Where is he? Where's Roderick Strong? The Creed's are doing kicking ass in NXT, and everyone agrees NXT's the best weekly wrestling show, so getting back on telly. Nearly got all the way through, needs without that. Dad's going to be back telling me off next week, so I've got to get it in. Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) <laughs> right, let us know your thoughts on that and all today's news stories. Uh, and if you've ever had a uh, Mountain Dew fruit quake, fruit quake, or a cold red, I saw Matt Rain's going on about a cold oh, red. Cold red, cold red is good. Cold red is good. Cold red is good. Pass that on. Pass it over to here. Actually, uh, let us know your thoughts in the comments. Like, share, subscribe, subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Myself and the Daddy Boy sitting down to review AW Dynamite a little bit later on today. And Simon Miller, as I said, will be here with ups and downs on the channel in a bit as well. Thoughts, Twitter questions, the wacky ones, the the wackier, the better for Hamlet and whoever his mystery news guest is tomorrow. Oof. I'm off. Annoyingly, because okay. I like the wacky Friday questions. Wacky stuff. At no, what no, cul- no promises in that one. We might not be professional enough, but yeah. <laughs> if, if they get bottled up, it'll be you and Murray next week, so it'll be double the double down. bubble. Double bubble. Uh, at what culture WWE for that? You can find Michael Hamflet on Twitter at Michael Hamflet. You can follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at what culture WWE. But for now, my thanks to Michael Hamflet. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash Upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.